Natalie, like French Natalie or wherever? Spanish. She's Spanish. She's from She's Spanish got the best accent. She is Puerto Rican, actually. Wow. She has the best accent. Okay. I love hanging it's out with It's incredible. Natalie. Just like her she's voice is so soothing. I'm constantly jealous of people that have accents. Like, like Or, I mean, everyone has an accent. She's but so has embarrassed an about the cool. fact that she still counts in Spanish in her head. Like, I'm like, dude, it's your native language. I'm sorry? And, and also she's in your like, head. I, I still like don't just think in English and I'm just like nor should you, <laughs> you don't have to it's English a bad language a other language. Ones. I'm just gonna give a quick disclaimer I told Michael on the way here I'm pissed as fuck not oh. about this book okay but just about general just in the, life in, about okay the uh so I'm here to throw hands okay uh, everyone <laughs> so you might be a little more combative than usual At on this everyone. one everyone <laughs> um Oh no, there's not a list of characters on TV tropes. I, Fuck. I know how I'm going to introduce myself. Uh, let's see. So when you said you were going to do characters, do you actually need me to do characters? I will try to do characters. And I, if I forget you about someone, you guys characters. can That's yeah. Fun fact. I was working on a, I feel like a April wants to project today. Characters. And they're like uh, doing environmental science stuff. And like their whole thing is making the world a better place and like doing space science cool love things mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the point of contact is named miranda oh <laughs> nice that's that kind of cool yep. all right i think we're ready to go i think we're ready okay all right uh well i don't really know how to introduce this because i <laughs> said that and then it interrupted the flow of the normal conversation we were having and it was Oops. a terrible idea and i'm a bad person and i'm rick fox i am an author here in nashville and i am anderson cooper's steely blue eyes oh <laughs> I'm Michael. I work as a financial controller here in Nashville, and I'm also a writer. And I am a tall UC Berkeley grad student. <laughs> She's not. Who's <laughs> definitely not your type of cute. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Alana. I'm an account manager and writer here in Nashville. And I, though I may not be, certainly want to be a man made of an untouchable material standing on the corner of the street in New York City. <laughs> and we're opinionated. And tonight we are talking about An Absolutely Remarkable Thing by Hank Green. Uh, this book came out in some 2018. year. 2018. Mm, thank you. That was five years ago. Wow. Shh, we're oh, old no. now. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Half a, no, we're going to say it the right way. That was half a decade ago. Oh, God. That was before <laughs> you graduated were a like a deca decade ago. Same. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the Carls just appeared. Roaming through New York City at 3 a.m., 23-year-old April May stumbles across a giant sculpture. Delighted by its appearance and craftsmanship, a 10-foot-tall transformer wearing a suit of samurai armor, April and her best friend, question mark, Andy, make a video with it, which Andy uploads to YouTube. The next day, April wakes up to a viral video and a new life. News quickly spreads that there are Carls in dozens of cities around the world, from Beijing to Buenos Aires. And April, as their first documentarian, finds herself at the center of an intense international media spotlight. Dun, dun, dun. So this is a book. It is a book. Oh boy, it's a book. <laughs> it's a book that I've read twice and enjoyed both times. What drew you to it? So I've been a longtime fan of the Green Brothers. Um, I really like 
watching their YouTube videos. I don't actually love John Green as a writer, which I know is like uh, illegal for anyone that has survived high school lit. Mm. But um, I don't enjoy his writing. However, his brother Hank also wrote a book and I liked it significantly better than anything of John's that I've read. So I read it because I like Hank and John on YouTube. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so what did you think about it the first time you read it? The first time I read it, I really enjoyed it. Um, This like it's a very quick read. It's well paced. And so I I'm trying to think when I read it. I think it was during 2020. Okay. And so I was like holed up in my house and just went through a lot of books. And it was (laughs) one of those where I was taking very long walks with no one. Mm-hmm. Because like my husband had already taken all of the long walks that he wanted to take. And <laughs> yeah. So I read a lot of books and this was one of them. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is good. Yeah. This, this accurately relates to the way that politics works right now. And that's mm-hmm. annoying. And <laughs> Rick does not agree. Na- narrator. I, Rick does not agree. Rick agrees with that is one perspective of many. <laughs> um. But, like, this time through, I didn't love it as much. Okay. So I still like it a lot. It's it's still a fun read. Um, but, yeah. Have you read the sequel? I have not read the sequel. So I got the sequel, and then it wasn't... It was in multiple perspectives, mm-hmm. and it's always jarring for me when a sequel is not written in the same, like, tone and vibe right. as mm-hmm. the first book. Yeah, And I agree. so then I ran out of time and it had to go back to the library and I never picked <laughs> yeah. it back up. <laughs> Understandable. That's, yeah, that's fair. Um, well, I think it's a good spot to jump into the the like plot summary. Yeah, for um, sure. And then we can do the characters and then we can talk about it. Awesome. So I feel like the back of the book summary is actually pretty solid. This is basically a story of a random art student who either gets really lucky or really unlucky in that she's the first person to make contact with what appears to be an alien life form. Minimally, it is a much more technologically advanced life form from somewhere else. Um, And that's never like clarified in the story. It's just these statues appear and somehow they don't meet any of the requirements of the physical universe in Right, our like, planet. Like mm-hmm. we can't, like we can't damage them at all. We can't technically can't even touch them. them. Actually, can't move not them. even touching the ground. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not. You can dig a hole underneath them, and they still don't move. They're also all technically one Carl. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they have, but weird there's sixty four of too. them. Yeah, and yep. their physical properties don't make sense with anything that we know about physics. So there's this cool statue. She's an art student. She's like, whoa, there's a cool thing. It's three in the morning. I should take a picture and or a video of it, and she becomes famous along kind of with her best friend Andy um but it's really mainly her but it's really mainly her she's She's the face face of this like first contact and she basically does what a lot of early 20s people would do when they get insta famous like she makes a number of shitty decisions. <laughs> a lot of them. Personal and... Pers- mm-hmm. Yes. In, in personal and public mm-hmm. shitty oh, yeah. decisions, um, including ones with international consequences <laughs> that make the several governments mad at her. Yeah. Maybe interplanetary consequences. Possibly interplanetary consequences. <laughs> um, and ends up in the middle of a essentially political divide 
and sacrifices her soul and her identity for a cause that she's not even sure she believes in. We will talk about it. Okay. <laughs> and so because she is very stupid and makes shitty decisions like 20 or 20 something year olds do. I think she's 20. She's 23. Yep. Yeah. Um, she ends up astronomically famous, completely lonely and dead. Yeah. And yeah, that's, she does die. Forgot about that. I mean, technically, the end sort of we don't the know story. that she. I don't know that she actually died because of the I way mean, the book ends. It, I assume that she did not. Honestly, spoiler <laughs> alert: a beam goes through her, her face. skull. Yeah, she exactly. definitely physically dies. Mm-hmm. We At are left with the impression <laughs> that like something of April May survives thanks to these magical beings that have chosen her for reasons that are never clear to her. I mean, I get the impression that she survives in basically any sense that she, like she is, yeah. she is a continuous being because she, mean, re, she the writes very, the book. This is written yeah, right. from the perspective of someone who has already experienced all these things and gone back and written them. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Except but when we don't know them. how she survived. Correct. Like yes. we don't know. We'd maybe have to read the maybe sequel she's for that. a Carl now. Right. Like, Carl, I mean, I do know something of what that's all I can think about. <laughs> Carl, 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 that kills. That you can't kills turn their people. internal organs into, into grape jelly. jelly. That, that kills people. people. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, that's uh, that's kind of the summary. Girl gets famous accidentally and makes shitty decisions that have consequences that lead to her death. Yeah, yeah. the end. I yeah. I would say. I would at least add in that there are a series of impossible things that surround her. Like, you know, the, there's a dream that like every single human being that on the planet eventually can. That part is really cool, can, but I figured right. we'd It's a cool idea. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's probably a good good mm-hmm. summary. We can we can get into the details She is as definitely the chosen one for reasons that are never made clear in the for book. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I'll talk about the characters. Uh, we kind of talked about April May a little bit. Um, April is... Can we is... just talk about the fact that her name is April May? I hate it. Me. I hate it. I'm pissed Oh, and shit. I, hate I just... It. Okay. Yep, April, I'm done. May, you yeah. just June. Real... In my head, July. it was... In my head, for some reason, it was April M-E-I, and so it didn't quite uh, click that no, it was the M-A-Y. Month. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it just now, and it should have. Hell. But yeah. Carry on. Um, anyway, uh, she's not even Chinese, so why would it... Anyway, um... But she is uh, a college student and a college art student. Post-college student. She's graduated. She just graduated. Okay, yeah, gr- just graduated. Yeah, yeah. But um, she is extremely both of those things and extremely uh. 23. And it is a little bit grating at times how 23 she is. She's very 23. Um, I will say, Hank, Hank really nailed it on the <laughs> obnoxious 23-year-old art I, student. I get the feeling he hangs out with a lot of them or at least did yeah. at one point because <laughs> he is good at it. Um, yeah. So you've got April. You have her friend Andy who is basically the guy whose YouTube, the whole Carl thing mm-hmm. ends up on and it blows up from there. Like she Also an art student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His dad is a... Functional. Um, his dad is a lawyer and so that helps him, like helps them initially in this because they get their footage used and that yep. they get the rights to that and blah, blah, blah. You know, things happen because of that. Yeah. Um, Andy is kind of a pathetic loser, which kind of goes along with his, his Andy being is the a... only decent character Interesting. In this I don't think of yes. him as a pathetic loser. I think he's both of these things. For sure. <laughs> Andy is a nice guy. And I don't necessarily mean that in the sense that he's not the like usual an slash nice guy. Right. He's, but he's, he's just a nice just guy. A nice guy and yeah. not much else. Um, 
he he just to me does not have a lot of personality and i think that's intentional because i think he has a crush on april and is afraid to show his personality that is um blatantly stated also (laughs) i will point out that this book is told in first person from april may's perspective except for the last chapter she is extremely self-centered she's so every character is flat compared to her yes because also, she's not necessarily a reliable narrator. Also, every character is in love with her. Or no, vice versa. No, not necessarily. Oh, she just thinks they're hot. I mean, she Im- <laughs> she implies that there is at least sexual tension with every single person she meets. On her end. Yeah, but it's also, it's she does much. bang several of them. It's definitely she true with Andy. She bangs one person. No, she bangs uh, her, her initial girlfriend. Um, and then the, she never the girl she hooks up with. It's well, just Andy definitely wants to, and I get the impression Robin does too. No, she definitely wants to bang Robin. She definitely she wants, wants to bang to. Robin. Robin is definitely gay. Really, I did get that if, vibe. Oh, totally. I did not get that. I vibe got at all. the oh, yeah. gay vibe. Okay, yeah, for yeah. sure. Robin's yeah. definitely. Can it's you a possibility. have Gaydar for a fictional character? I have Gaydar for Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you can always make assumptions about a fictional character. The internet has taught me this. Um, but anyway, uh, so we have um, April. We have Andy. We have Miranda, who is another, uh, who is a scientist that initially contacts um, April when this whole thing kind of gets started, and just because April is flaky and she's basically the only person that she responds to, they kind of begin a. Uh, friendship because head of that. cannon miranda is the hank green insert character mm-hmm. hmm. possible there's hmm. i think that april may and he, she and miranda share that status I personally am, april am, may is very not hank no. i don't necessarily mean in personality i mean in terms of like the events that happened this is very to me at least clearly autobiographical of hank green's life in terms of youtube fame no, I, it's, it's I get not. the impression that there's a lot that it, he's at least pulling a lot of he's his experience a from lot there from YouTube experience, but not from his personal YouTube experience. Hmm. OK, I mean, I don't know if have I believe you watched you. a lot of Hank and John Green. I don't mean like in terms of what they put out. I mean, like in terms of like having a sudden what rocketing like fame, what it's like to be a celebrity all of a sudden. That's not been their what experience, bit. though. Mm. They were very much a, like they're early YouTubers that have just like continued sure but i think that when she talks about like how there's these degree these gradients of fame and how she had to go through each one and figure out kind of sure. where she is yeah. i think that he is like that to me feels very I autobiographical mean, i'm one of those nerds who reads the acknowledgments and he actually does like thank all of his fans for moving helping him, him to into level three, three fame, fame. Yeah. yes and so i think there's definitely an element of hey i i've had a taste of this what would it be like. I mean, he's certainly pulling from his own experiences, but April May is like just not Hank Green to me. Hmm. Like in the way that Dresden feels very Jim Butcher to me, mm-hmm. like April May does not feel Hank Green to me. To me, and based on my experiences of them, I think that April May is very similar to a person Hank Green could see himself being. I will put it that way. They're not necessarily the same person. I could see that. Um, if everything had gone wrong, that's who Hank Green would have become. If he was a 23-year-old art student girl that ran into an alien, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, okay. But uh, anyway, so that's, that's we've talked about the April enough there. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, get on April, to... April, Miranda, um, Andy, Maya, and Maya who's Maya. very important. Uh, is uh, she? Not to April. Not really. Not yeah, to clearly April. not to April. Um, Maya is initially April's girlfriend when this starts. They break up early because April is stupid. April and is then, no, um, not because April being. is stupid, because April is an asshole. That too. Yes. She is a stupid asshole. <laughs> but, she's 23. Yes, those, those do coincide, I just, I, I just shockingly. I throw this out there. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was 23 until six months ago. But you were not an art student in college that graduated. That's correct. And, and you, you got never, married. You've never struck me as the I've never being struck 23 you at all. the way that... I would never do that. Which is shocking but in and of itself. But <laughs> you've never struck me as 23 the way that April May is extremely That's 23. True. And I do uh, praise the gods for that. <laughs> um, but anyway, Maya is her girlfriend. She is extremely intelligent. She is... Um, uh, someone who April May again breaks up with early in the book and then later on becomes imp- uh, important as she starts solving a lot of the puzzles, puzzles that are in the dream, dream that are in she's this. She's actually not a terrible person. Right. Well, we don't know that. We see a li- very little of her interactions with people. <laughs> she could be terrible, but based on the book, no, she's not. But she draws really cute cats. <laughs> she does draw really she cute cats. Does. Although I would hate her webcomic, I am certain. <laughs> you, you definitely would. You would. Um, Let's see. That's them. Uh, Robin is a... Uh, we've talked a little bit about him. He mm-hmm. is basically April's uh, personal, assistant. personal assistant that April is actively trying to bang. Um, at least in my head. Not trying, but wanting to. Mm-hmm. Yearning. There's a, there's a lot of overlap there. There's a, there is not like <laughs> I hey, would, bang She is me. not Just intentionally like creating plans. Point out mm-hmm. <laughs> that again, the gaydar is strong on the Robin. It, was like it a, is, it was like but a here's five. the thing. Here's the thing is that he could April, have banged her if he had wanted a, to. As a well, gay I think it was individual, a, here, I'll, I'll should like she should have the gaydar. Like she should know. Like yeah, I as but, a person who am attracted to people of multiple genders. Yeah, but we're talking about April like, May. I like, think that whatever the issue is, Robin is incredibly professional as a character, and that to me is why he does not respond at all to April's yeah, advances. I could definitely and, see that. Yeah, and I think that he's very uncomfortable about. It. I'm very uncomfortable about it yeah. because if you switch the genders on this, it gets real creepy real it's fast. It's real creepy real fast, even if you don't. It is, but most people will overlook it if you don't switch the I genders. Did, I did mentally try to switch it and apparently I'm just not as creeped out as I should be. So <laughs> She is a person in a position of power employing someone hell. who is extremely famous who is at every turn when they're interacting constantly on about how hot this person is. Like her internal monologue every single time Robin does anything is mm-hmm. he's so fucking if, hot. If, if, if this was reversed it would be every time Robin walked in the room it was Robin bounced boobily into the room. <laughs> For real. Not quite that bad. It did remind me of a lot of uh, Dresden moments. Mm. I was like this is this is pretty close to the level of sure. Dresden yeah. about women. Let's see. Um, I guess Carl is enough of a character that we've talked. We can talk about it yeah. a little bit. In yeah. that, like, th- it is this weird alien thing, but it does seem to have some level of personality as it communicates with um, with April. We find out that it- she is actually a chosen one later on in the book. Mm-hmm. In that, like, Carl's literally chose her to be humanity's ambassador, and they chose poorly. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's they, they. It also like saves her life several times. Like, is is definitely interacting with her personally in a way that it is not with the rest of people. Correct. Right. Um, and then there is Peter Pe- Petrowicki. Petrowicki, who is the most injustice done character in he this is, book. I, I don't know, like, who to com- he, Is it like Ben Shapiro? Is it's, it def- like, it's Ben Shapiro. 1,000 and You think 20%. it's Ben Shapiro? I was, oh, thinking, I was thinking InfoWars guy. Yeah. It's a, there's a tinge of InfoWars guy. Really What's his name? InfoWars guy. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Um, oh, there's Alex a tinge Jones of that. Or like but Matt Walsh. There's like Maybe it is, Matt okay, Walsh. I'm, I'm going to be honest. No, it's probably Matt Walsh. It is all of these people and the rest of anyone that. Hank Green would define as right wing con- in a conglomeration of ugly Correct. and grossness because Hank Green does not like those Correct. people. 
and it's not a fair perspective as to me. much as especially April May does not like those people for certain mm, yes and yes Hank absolutely Green also definitely does not like those right people. yeah the it his bias is very clear in this book i think at least politically i um, agree with you coming from the perspective of a person who is very irritated and also <laughs> against those type of uh yeah right-wing pundits yeah Yeah. pundits suck in general yeah Um, yes but anyway so my biggest issue is that he raises a lot of extremely reasonable good points Mm -hmm. but because they're coming from a right-wing perspective and it is not a oh aliens are here to be nice star trek aliens and help us and make everything wonderful april acts as though he is literally putting on a hitler uniform and striding around like with the nazi salute see and i agree with you on all of that but i do like i consistently feel like throughout this book that april is like april by the end recognizes that she was just as bad and that her perspective like that she dehumanized herself as well as them I think, in a way that was wrong. I mm-hmm. think that April like, says that. I don't think it's true. I think she like intellectually realizes it. I don't think she feels any regret for the way that she did it, except for how it turned out. Interesting. Um, I do not agree, but that's but, fine. Yeah. Continue with we the can, characters. We, we can talk about it as we, as we get through there. Uh, I think that's basically everyone uh, you that have matters. Uh, Jennifer Putnam is kind Jennifer. of important. She is. If I mean, she's her as, publisher. Like, the twist the knife moment (laughs) as the person who is doing all of the things april wants to get done and april justifies her hatred of by saying oh but she does it really well yes i don't like i don't like again april is not my favorite fictional (laughs) character ever um shocking yeah (laughs) but uh she is someone who is interested in making money off of april's fame and that is her job and she does it extremely well and despite facilitating this and playing into it at every chance april really grows to disdain and dislike her yes um and that is there anyone else that i I forgot because i think that's really everyone that's actually a character that's kind of the important people to me i'm trying to think if I mean, April's parents mm-hmm. show up as like a supporting figure. Yeah, a, really not a, big a vague deal, president shows mm-hmm. up. As it's, it's not a vague Hillary president. Clinton it's Hillary shows Clinton up. shows it's a up vague in this president. book. <laughs> and, yeah, sure. Um, if we're lucky, Kamala Harris, but uh-huh. it really is Hillary. No, Clinton. it's a gray-haired white because, woman. So. Because this yeah. was 2018. It was yeah, 2018. no, Hank Green was very bitter about something that happened around 2016 and wrote his fan fiction about um. it. <laughs> But yeah, that's pretty much all of them. And I, I I think that's a good place to just jump into things. Um, what do you guys think of the way the book starts? Like, it feels like it's a little bit slow to me to begin with, but I think it works for mm. the, the overall direction of the story. It has a very strong voice right from the beginning. Like April May is very defined as a character instantly. One of the, yeah, one of the best things to me is the voice and pacing mm-hmm. because I read this book even from the get-go being very irritated by it. <laughs> I can I, confirm because Alana dropped stuff into the Discord within the first <laughs> chapter and was like, I hate it. I can't stop reading it. <laughs> yeah. So I read this book in three days. Something like maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, nice. Well, like this was not like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This was like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Three so days. like this really was push, like, push through. Yes. I wake up, I read this book, I take a break from work, I read this book, I go to bed, I read this book under the covers while my husband is sleeping. Um, 
I appreciate that you still read like like a, a nine year old with a flashlight, a light, yes. flashlight. Like a gigantic well, one. Well, I was reading it on my phone, uh, so I could just. Like, I'm going to choose to imagine you to with imagine the mag light. I actually have a headlamp, and I've got like, a blanket over like my a little head. minor. Yeah, yeah exactly. I love it. Um, so yeah, the, I I think it it does start off quite well mm-hmm. and. Yeah, engagingly, if that's a word. It, he does a good job of setting up the mystery right here at the start and, and making the Carls something that you want to know more about. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think how I feel about the beginning having read it twice, right? Because it does initially set up... Books that start out as flashbacks are mm-hmm. always difficult to pull through, and I feel like Hank did a really good job for a story that's essentially a flashback. The whole story is somebody looking back and like, especially because the frame of the story is everyone who's reading the story already knows what's going on. Right. And so there's kind of a fourth wall break in general with April May where she's like, okay, you guys know what's going on. You guys have heard this piece of the story. You've all seen this video, that kind of thing. I actually really like that frame. And she starts off with that in a way that I think helps with some of the slowness of them like getting the video and her being like i work for this shitty company right yeah yeah sucks the life out of me because that's how it is if you live in new york and you're trying to survive (laughs) right like that piece of the setup i was like okay this is a little cliche but also cliche kind of matches who april may is a little bit yeah yeah. in a way that doesn't bother me like Mm. there are some characters Mm -hmm. that are just like so tropey right yeah. that i'm just like okay you've you've reached the level where the trope is now annoying right yeah but april may feels very consistent she's she annoying like a... for other reasons right but right. she's annoying because she's a person yeah. exactly not yes. because she's a trope exactly yeah. she I does agree. not feel like she doesn't feel like a character in the sense of like she is i could point to like mary jane or yeah. any other like character that's a famous character right. and be like this is a, t- a take on this mm-hmm. yeah. she just does feel like a 23 year old art student and yeah. that's 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 a uh, credit to the to the story i think yeah. that you're 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 really correct to call out the framing device as something that works very well specifically because she will talk about events that happen like you said that everybody, everybody in theory knows, knows about yeah. but the way that it does it gives you a lot of like oh and i died at this point and so that like stuff like that right. makes you want to re- go forward to find out the specifics mm-hmm. of what she's talking about even yeah, though like she references the july 13th d- like date Almost, very yeah. early right like mm-hmm. probably pre-midpoint yeah yeah i think and it's so in the, it, one of the first few chapters mm-hmm. like this it, this is all what led me towards july 13th exactly. yeah and so it pulls you through mm-hmm. in a way that's like really cool because you're like okay where are we in terms of dates mm-hmm. um and just to go back to the idea of framing one of the things that i've enjoyed about this book both times is how in its particular year and time it is mm-hmm. so this book will v- n- not most likely be a book that holds up um <laughs> for 50 years sure. except as a historical piece right and that is brilliant to me Mm. because a lot of the framing in this story are referencing Twitter Mm -hmm. in a form of Twitter that like doesn't even really exist now, five years later, like the way that the tweets are framed, Mm. the, Mm -hmm. like the, even the way that she interacts with her audience, Facebook live streaming is not nearly as popular now as like Instagram live streaming is. Or Twitch or something. yeah. Yeah. Or Twitch streaming, which is never even mentioned Mentioned. yeah exactly and it's only five years old Mm -hmm. and so like one of the things that i like about this book is how in its particular time and place it is 
because mm-hmm. it feels really relevant within the story. Mm-hmm. And it also allows you, like me as a reader to step back and say, okay, but how have things changed already? Like how has humanity already dealt with some of these things or how are Mm -hmm. we still dealing with some of these things in the same way? And I I really like that about this book. I can definitely agree with that. That is, that is a very strong point of the book. Yeah. Yeah. It is extremely grounded in, I would say 2016. Like it's, that's just the year that this is probably when he started writing it. I will say, is 2016 or 2014 somewhere I agree there. with you guys on that. I personally do not like the framing of you all know what happened really? later on and yeah and the constant references hmm. and that was one of the things that irritated me about uh the Christopher Rocchio books as well because mm. he's constantly just like oh and you guys know I blew up a son that one time <laughs> see Rocchio annoys me more because I know I have to read another four books yeah <laughs> well one, three books in a short story this one was a little more concise with it which I appreciated but it also irritated me and I see, I see what he was doing there, and I don't think it's objectively bad. You just don't like it. But reading it, I was like, eh. It's just not your thing. Yeah, not my fine. thing. I think for me, the difference is that Rocchio's books gave us a complete book, a complete story both times. I don't know yeah. if that's true of every book that he's written, but it's a complete story in at least the first two that we've already reviewed. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, this is not a complete story. No. This ends in an incredibly abrupt point. And it is basically to me as though he stopped writing here and was like, all right, I can sell two books if I stop it here. Mm. Which is interesting as the resident, most like April May art student of this group, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. Even though Alana (laughs) is definitely the artist in this group. Like, I have always loved short stories Mm -hmm. and short stories often end in ways that are wrong for like a novel, right? And this book... For me, I have never felt the need to know what happened to April May because the end with Knock Knock Mm -hmm. is an invitation to a new story, Mm -hmm. but I feel complete in the story that I have been told. Hmm. So like for me, this is not a cliffhanger. If if he had never written another book, Mm -hmm. I would not have cared. I feel like I can understand that to some degree. My issue with that is that it's an artsy ending. It it is. I don't have an issue with the ending in and of itself. It's the way that the story has framed itself as this is being told from a perspective that is later on, Mm -hmm. and it in it it in theory should be a full perspective on that. And I think if you were in universe, maybe it would be because this would maybe give you most events that you have context for. April May Um, back in the flesh or whatever. Yeah. Um, but in context of, of what is here and not being in that world, it is very different because it has all these references to things that will happen in the future. It has this like idea that she's come back from the, from the dead for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, we never find out why the Carls are actually here, what they're trying to do, any of that. So it's like, there's all these puzzles and ideas and and things that are thrown in here to drag you into that sequel. Which again, for me is very like feels like a lot of stories that I've enjoyed that are shorter Mm -hmm. stories where that's just left up to the reader's imagination. And I completely understand why people don't like those stories. Mm -hmm. I just do. I think if I had known going in mm -hmm. that this would be an incomplete story, I mm -hmm. would feel differently. That's fair. But because it's, it's not like it, 
it doesn't it just doesn't land for me so, um and i also feel no need to continue on but that's that's because i didn't that's, like her would so, it be better to know that april may is not the main voice in the next book because i'm pretty sure andy opens the next book that's good i would i don't know <laughs> because okay. i don't See, know that i would like andy if i, I got, got inside got his four head perspectives for the next book okay. like, like all the main characters from this i think it's four andy Mabel's. maya miranda yeah. and okay. april i mean i could go for that here's here's the issue i have with the ending and the second book which i have not read um so i i can't already really have there an is an issue, issue with it. It. but the issue with it is alana is this. just pissed tonight the <laughs> issue with it is this that i have chosen it has is <laughs> is that you have you have opened a, a door to a story that is supposedly a continuation of what we have but in my mind, and maybe I, I just have a closed mind, but in my <laughs> mind, there is no possible way for the, the second book to give you the same things that the first book gave you. Because the first book, like we were saying, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all this alien shit going on, but at the heart of it, it is 2016. It is the earth we all know and love. Mm-hmm. It is people that we've met. It is the story and of someone rising to internet And I don't know that there's thing. a way to come back from I died and got brought back by aliens. <laughs> and this is going to be a story like the first book. There's no, there's just yeah. no going back from outer space. I, I think that it would have to be like, here are all these new puzzles that the aliens gave us. And yeah. this is the behind the scenes of what it's like to be but the, on the side characters in a internet I rise to fame person's know, life. I don't know, but like... Based on something in, like, Andy's section, it makes me think that April didn't come back as a human being. I mm. could see that. Um, I, I okay. I know how she comes back, at least in theory. Um, oh, okay. I, I, if you guys want me to tell you, I you will. Can share. I'm not. I'm probably not. Um, the Carl's like reconstruct her, the parts of her body that are destroyed, okay. and, and it's like this indestructible material. But sure. it's not quite her. But it's obviously her because she wrote the fucking book. Right. Right. <laughs> and See, she's that's, still the same person. That's the thing for me. Like I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Because she went to outer space. She died and then didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's no way to have. And what I loved about the first book, or the thing that pulled me through the first book, to be honest with you, the experience of reading this book was almost the same as just getting on Instagram and scrolling through <laughs> random videos. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. how it felt to read this book. I can in see that, it. like, dopamine-fulfilling way of, yeah. like, I know this is not doing anything for me, <laughs> but it's also very satisfying in the yeah. moment. But I think that's incredible, considering... Yeah. what this book is about i yeah. don't like he managed to do an endless scroll right <laughs> with a book he did which is which is pretty cool uh like but also how? i don't know how you get back to that with a second book and so for me for a reader who uh read the first book like an instagram doom scroll <laughs> i don't That's, think yeah. don't be hating on my doom scroll like i don't i don't see the second book being able to do that for me because sure. it's it's no longer a place of comfort and expectation yeah. scrolling yeah uh, because even if they are just solving problems for aliens like the whole plane of existence has changed sure this is no longer the world we know right yeah i, I agree with that Interesting. um 
what do you guys think of April May's rise to fame and that because that, that's really what this mm-hmm. book is. It's, it's the aliens are are the backdrop to the story that what Hank wants to tell you, which gets is famous yeah. very dramatically yeah. mm-hmm. and very, is not ready for it emotionally and, yeah. or yeah. or maturity anyway, wise. Yeah, I think. Um, when I first started reading, I was worried that it was going to be contrived. Like, oh, suddenly she's famous and she just keeps getting more famous. But Mm -hmm. I like the way that he had her actually going through the steps and and working hard to get Mm -hmm. more famous and stay famous. Yes. Because... Yeah, there there was a point there where she made a decision. Mm-hmm. She to decided to pursue fa- it more yeah. famous. Yeah, where she could have just celebrity. been that girl who was in the first video of the Carls and mm-hmm. came up she with her name. She would have been wealthy, and she would have right. been on a Wikipedia page. Right. She would have had tens of thousands of extra life. dollars, but yeah. she would not have reached Instead, tier she three decided, or tier four to fame. <laughs> I never want to go back from here. I just want to keep getting more famous and so yeah. i i really appreciated that i mean not that i've ever had to get famous before or sure. had the opportunity but uh, it was a fun journey to go along but with. but yeah it was it was realistic well, as far as i know I, yeah. I as i said i have no experience with this i don't I know you were really good at twitter but she had to work at it <laughs> i mean again even on twitter i gained a f- over a thousand followers in a short matter of time then i just stopped because it was boring uh, <laughs> adhd um <laughs> also just twitter no also just left. twitter um but yeah i like i like that to to my untrained eye realistic mm-hmm. uh, depiction of a rise to fame yeah mm-hmm. and i mean hank green would know like he not right. only his own rise to fame but like but i'm sure he knows a bunch of creators. other yeah a yeah. bunch of other yeah. youtubers like i know that i'm certain that he is friends with other youtubers who could like give them their his experience for so sure. he's got a, a yeah. wide range to draw on for that um i think that for me the biggest issue with that entire thing is that constantly throughout this april will break into the story and go now i know the thing that i'm about to do is incredibly Uh, immature childish and stupid and you're gonna hate me for it and i'm like april i already hate you just stop already you're the worst (laughs) like saying that you suck does not make you suck less and, and that's the problem is she says that constantly but she says it in a way that i have heard from a lot of younger people and done myself of like I know this was bad and I'm pretending to be, or at least I am telling myself that it's bad so that I can feel the guilt of it, the badness, but I haven't changed. I would right. do, she, I get the distinct impression that the person writing this book in universe would do all of these things over again. I don't get yeah, any see, sense see, of change from her. I don't get that by the end. Okay. I do feel like April, May had changed by the end, but that it was too late, which is why I would say that this still mm-hmm. falls into like a tragedy type of thing. Like, I feel like if I read the second book, I would be interested to see if I like it because mm-hmm. I feel like this was inherently designed to be a tragic story where the realization came too late mm-hmm. and she was already trapped and going to die. And like, I might have liked that story better if she had just actually died. The Carls hadn't come to save her. They had gotten whatever they mm-hmm. needed with the gold or whatever. And like, I would agree with you if this book were changed so that the frame of it was Andy going back and pulling pieces of April's life, like the things that she'd written, the things mm-hmm. that she said and, and putting that together to tell this yeah. story. And mm-hmm. we got to her tragic death 
and then she never came back. But because again, this is this is clearly written from her when she's got like alien metal or whatever on right. her and and doing all yeah. of that. The way that she talks about the things that she does, she doesn't say like I should have done this or I should have done that in a way that sells me on on that yeah. she would do something differently now. It's, it, yeah, she it's doesn't, very much just like well, this was shitty, and you guys know that, but <laughs> I did it anyway. Yeah, that's that's the thing of it's there's almost again she is a person and i think that's this is in this book she is someone who will guilt herself because i think she likes to feel that guilt because it's an emotional it means she's a good person draw and be, feels bad exactly. for doing a bad thing exactly and like i i Which that piece i would agree with you on but i still my personal feeling by the end of the book was that she had changed mm-hmm. but also that we did not get to experience any of new april may maybe I, I just like, so, I but I, I do see your perspective on like, like that is definitely how she is representing herself. And mm-hmm. I think it is accurate to who she was sure. throughout the story. But mm-hmm. my, like, I felt the resolution mm-hmm. in the climax of her, especially in the scene where she's like, you, you all are my best friend mm-hmm. because like I've fucked up with human beings and like I have essentially chosen all of you on the internet over mm-hmm. all of these real people who actually like could have loved me. See that to me deepens the way that I feel that she hasn't changed because mm-hmm. she's reaffirming that the people that, that she cares about most, she's actually, she cares about the fame, which is indirectly yeah. a caring about herself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I just never got, I got to the point where she realized that that was a bad thing. Right, right and understood and then it. her brain got smashed in but exactly no, but yeah. even until the very <laughs> that's why it's a tragedy end, even until the it very is end incomplete realization sure that's possible sure. but she doesn't oh i care about what these people think and i've abandoned all my friends i'm gonna stop the live stream and call my girlfriend or my best friend or... she does do that though she stops the live stream and she calls andy and she tells andy not to be mad and then she calls Maya I don't remember which one she called (laughs) but like the live stream was off when she had all of her final conversations I couldn't I don't remember that my memory yeah. is that no, my memory is today, that she so I am okay very so, certain. okay I, I my do memory was you. that she had the the live stream going on her her one phone the entire time and her main phone like her actual nope. phone phone she turns that. the live stream is off. that after okay. she jumps out the window mm-hmm. I guess okay um yeah she turns the live stream off before she makes any of her final phone calls okay so none of her like final moments of like i'm sorry i was a shitty person i shouldn't have done this don't blame mm-hmm. yourself that kind of thing none of that was live streamed. okay i i rescind my earlier comment then because i could not remember that because i finished this like three a days month after ago we chose it. um <laughs> i but I, yeah. I, I don't rescind mine and, and this is why um it is very easy to be a certain person when you are aware you are likely facing your final moments mm-hmm. And it is very easy to be a different person if you somehow magically are reconstructed Survive. by aliens right. to get out of that final moment. And again, the, the person that is writing this book, to me, just does not strike me as someone who has gained any emotional right. maturity. Assuming she gets pulled out before she gets crushed by the wreckage. Yeah. Does she change? I don't think so. Yeah, that's that's where I, I land ultimately. I think, um, she, I think she goes back and she, she becomes... A, nicer to her friends for a little while but i think (laughs) she's always gonna have that those opportunities come to available to her and she is an addict at this point and Mm -hmm. she has given it 
uh, what do you guys think of the various puzzles that are in this book? Like the the dream or the the stuff that they're trying to get the Carls to do the, with the Wikipedia pages that Carls is sending mm-hmm. messages through right. and and that sort of thing. What is where you, what is your read I've, on that? I thought they were a lot of fun, but I'm also like tier zero puzzle person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I'm sure that somebody way smarter than me mm-hmm. or like more into puzzles is probably like these are super lame, but I thought they were clever and fun. Yeah, I yeah. love the concept of the dream, especially as like someone who is kind of weird and woo and has had shared dreams with people mm-hmm. like it doesn't happen very often that you are like hey i had this dream and somebody else is like wait what yeah i also had that dream yeah <laughs> so for it to happen with the whole world it's pretty cool that, and for it to be consistent like mm-hmm. that's really cool i mm-hmm. wish that this entire book was predicated on that concept and i, I wish think that, that would went, have been cooler and i oh, wish yeah. he went a lot deeper with it because it is this Same. incredibly cool want, idea that he dropped in here and then basically said got solved behind the scenes yeah I want and that, maya's perspective yeah in this book, for that, sure. i would read that book and i would like it much better for sure I don't know that I would, but my girlfriend got famous and left me. And then I became an awesome puzzle solver Solver. right? (laughs) online. Right. Um, Yeah, no, it's just, it's such a cool idea. And the idea of trying to like, this would be the most viral game that ever existed. And that's what it's designed to be in the book. Yeah. Um, But it's, it's such a fascinating and fun idea that that alone, I am much more interested in than a YouTuber's rise to to fame. Right. Like it, it, (laughs) you, you baited and switched me, but you, switch you did the wrong bait right. and switch you're gonna hate this book actually you'll love it <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah i i think the part that is amusing to me is like the choices that green made in terms of like the music yeah that he chose yeah. or like i mean classic like, rock is never a bad like direction no but like why did the carls like classic rock <laughs> like and carly ray jepsen Ooh, like right. why of all like of the queen. pop songs carly oh, ray jepsen's oh call me maybe that's the one that like, like dates this book the most it but it's oh, so yeah. great mm-hmm. it's a great song i love that song yeah but no like for this book yeah with, that too. again oh, yeah. but <laughs> with the framing of this book being oh, yeah. extremely in its time mm-hmm. yeah call me maybe um so great but yeah i love the dream <laughs> i love the puzzle sequences i wish that I understood more why Carl required this stuff to be done the way that it is. Like the dream makes sense to me in that like you need to mm-hmm. you get all of humanity to have this shared experience. It mm-hmm. does seem that to me that April May, because Hank Green is who he is, April May is probably right and they're probably very nice robots yeah. and they're, they're going <laughs> to try and make the world a better place. Or at least Carl is. I don't know. Maybe there's another race of, sure. of evil ones out there that are going to fuck shit up. Um, but I I do Every wish... planet has their, their Peter Petrow. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Petrowiki. Petrowiki, Petra yeah. Wiki. I, I want um I would like this book to be a little more specific about Carl and what he wants, but that's part of the mystery that he's clearly leaving for book mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Um, and so I, I am begrudgingly okay with that in it, or at least I would be much more okay with it like if I felt like this book was a complete story. Sure. I have a question um, regarding Carl. Sure. Did you guys perceive Carl as the alien or Carl as a sign from the aliens? I perceived Carl, like as in the robot things, right. as the current embodiment of it. I felt like mm. it was a part of something bigger. Like, for example, there's several points the hand is running around. Right. And yeah. as in the same way that that is all of the Carls at once, mm-hmm. I felt like there was something bigger than just those robots that existed out there controlling sure. that. Yeah, I think I always kind of assumed that the Carls were like... They really were statues. Like mm-hmm. they were, they were not the alien themselves. It was like their, in 
ship. Like the way right. that they accessed our right. sphere. This is yeah. our ambassador. To yeah. The people like not like, and I even question whether or not the Carl's themselves were alive because for most yeah. of the book, I just kind of assumed that again, the Carl's are definitely an alien thing, mm -hmm. but not the life form. That's yeah. I could, um, I could see these things being like an actual robot. Like they, they yeah. are robotic in the story, but yeah. There, it, it could go very easily either way for me of whether or not the the Carl itself is a robot and maybe like an alien designed this AI to sure. do whatever the Carl whatever the fuck Carls are doing right. go and spread the 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 jelly of uh, why grape jelly I don't why know and I, I like that is disturbing. one of the things that bothers me the most <laughs> okay speaking of things that bother me the most we're not to final thoughts yet but like <laughs> one of the things that bothers me the most is that they just automatically accuse Carl of turning a man to grape jelly mm -hmm. when Carl did not move or do anything. Now, admittedly, no one else that we know of has the power to turn a man <laughs> right. into a skin suit full of grape jelly. Yeah. However, I wanted Carl to have taken an action. Like if the hand had shown up and sure. touched the dude and yeah. then he turned into grape jelly mm -hmm. or like Carl had shifted on his axis. Right. Something. Like, you wanted something. something. Yeah. But mm -hmm. like, the president is like, we're going to indict Carl. And I'm like, but Carl didn't do anything. <laughs> Carl, <laughs> Carl just, just existed. There. See, I think you could, in a court of law, reasonably prove <laughs> beyond uh, reasonable doubt that, that <laughs> Carl was the one who I turned mean, into grape jelly. It's the most logical possibility. Here's a thing we can't explain by physics that happened right beside another thing, thing that we, we can't, can't explain, explain by, by physics. In to protect the person that is most directly connected to right. this thing that we cannot explain but, right, by physics. <laughs> yeah. In order for a homicide to happen, mm -hmm. typically an actor has to act upon a person. Sure, yeah. And we didn't see Carl take any action. <laughs> and we know that Carl is capable of action because the hand disappeared, hand ran away, sure. and also stopped a moving bullet. Also, was that the only time someone so, like, turned a grape jelly? Yes, yes because, because the it other yeah, there's like the other whole, time was there's the whole they spilled grape jelly to make yeah, to make it trapper mm -hmm. look like um it just it it feels very i just feel like there's something about hank green somehow that like <laughs> maybe he just there's hates some grape jelly, joke so about yeah. grape jelly that just none of us know he that was just brainstorming it. with some fellow writers and one of them was like maybe he just turns them into grape jelly and right. he just like he ran yep. with that <laughs> yeah that that definitely could be it um uh, yeah i don't know yeah, that's weird i don't know <laughs> it's just it's weird real, it's real I, weird and and very random yeah that and that's the thing is a lot of the the parts of the carls and the dream and all the like ways that it is trying to interact with us and the things that they have to do like touching it with this radioactive material or whatever mm -hmm. all it bothered of that me feels... that they never touched him with uranium mm. the hand came off yeah. with the iodine and the americium mm-hmm but no one ever tried the but uranium. But no one, like, they never had any result from the uranium. Yeah. I I really wish that I had a better sense of, and I mean, this does go to the alienness of this thing, but it doesn't feel like there is a specificity to what this thing is doing and yeah. the reasons it's doing it the way that it's doing it. Mm -hmm. It instead feels like Hank Green wanted it to feel like a puzzle and feel like a weird thing that is happening. And he, he designed Which it the way a human... bad. No, but it, it doesn't give Carl a personality in the way that I right. would like. Right. And hate to bring uh, role-playing games into this, uh, <laughs> but as I view Sigh. the world through the context of a <laughs> role-playing gamer, um, 
it does feel to me like you do in any given session when your DM is trying to come up with a fun puzzle yeah. and you get close enough mm-hmm. and you roll high enough on your check and the thing happens. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. yeah, like you're saying, it doesn't feel Somebody like... turns into a skin sack full of grape jelly. <laughs> right. Because the DM doesn't want the character to die at that point, so he comes up with a reason for it not to happen there. story die. Exactly. Behind the screen so no one knows what happens jelly. and then you pretend to be shocked about the dice roll that you made. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, it really... Yeah, it, it is a very... A human designed puzzle at least that one mm-hmm. um and i i like the globality globalness i don't know yeah. of the dream puzzle yeah but mm-hmm. this one does not feel nearly as specific mm-hmm. or as reasoned or as mathematical the, uh, because the carl yeah, one yeah because the dream puzzle is all you guys have to speak all these different languages some of you have mm-hmm. to be physicists some of right. you have to be elementary school teachers blah blah, blah. I loved that part. It was super yeah, cool. Like Somebody the, needs to know like an Pakistani yeah. currencies, right. missing letters. Right. Which is super cool. But then this random like, here's these three elements in their isotopes and mm-hmm. you press two out of three to the skin of this guy's, right. the, the metal of this guy's hand and suddenly right. a thing happens. It's like, I don't know. It's unsatisfying. <laughs> That's fair. That's and I'm fair. pissed. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of piss, there's at least one more thing I do want to discuss before we go. What do you guys think of the politics of this book? Because, <laughs> oh, boy. Because to me, I, I'm coming at this as someone who does not share a lot of uh, Hank Green's political leanings that are, that at least shock. I perceive in this book. Yeah, shock. No, I'm sure everyone, everyone is so all. surprised. <laughs> exactly. But I do want to get you guys' perspective on it because I don't know if I'm annoyed by that because I disagree with the perspective of it mm-hmm. or if I just don't like April May. <laughs> you're annoyed because you don't like April I May. I think you're okay. annoyed because you don't like April because, May. Because, That's yeah. very well, much a possibility. Do you want to share your perspective, Michael? No, go for it. I can share last. I gonna, yeah, I was going to say, like, as someone who is much more on April's April May's side of mm-hmm. the line. I the politics pissed me off. Okay. <laughs> uh freaking superwoman Hillary Clinton. <laughs> yeah. Uh and she's written like the way that a character like would write about the president in the 1950s. Right. And like <laughs> Matt Walsh and just all of these people that <laughs> and <laughs> I want to separately have a conversation about Peter Petrowicki because that's that's oh something gosh, that is should. that is a character that deserves oh. better than he got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm fiddling. Um, <laughs> yeah, so even even being on the sign, April, May, and I, we probably have the same general views on climate change, on social welfare. Sure. Uh, probably vote for the same colors every election. Sure. Uh, however, I think it, it was poorly done from a political standpoint, even agreeing with the ideals that were pushed. Right. It was, it was irritating. And, and in fact, that irritates me more because... <laughs> Uh, I I try to expect better of the people that I align with. Um, <laughs> not that I don't have just like a, a base level of respect for everyone, but especially when I'm when I want to believe in something, mm-hmm. I wish that it's done well. This was, in my opinion, this was not done very well. To uh, me, the easiest way to point to that is the way that the president is handled. Yeah. Um, because it is very clear that in Hank Green's mind, at least in my perspective of this, mm-hmm. that he has good guys and he has bad guys. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, there are the completely right, actually good guys, and then the 
maybe they have a point sometimes accidentally and maybe there are a couple of good people right. that are just duped into believing this but they're actually all bad people and I hate them they were only, <laughs> that's the perspective they I were get. only <laughs> partly right because they were afraid and cowardly and- <laughs> which is so interesting to me because like I still don't come away from this book with that and like I don't think the politics are handled well, but I don't think they're handled well intentionally. So Mm -hmm. I think that part of the point of this book Mm -hmm. is what happens when people become famous. Mm -hmm. And I definitely do feel like Hank is pushing an agenda, which is when people become famous and the news is involved and politics gets involved, we lose our humanity Mm -hmm. for that fame because we get addicted to being like to the argument to Mm -hmm. being right yeah Mm -hmm. compared to our particular side and so like i definitely agree that that agenda is being pushed but i would say that from my perspective april may and peter petrowicki look just as bad and that the point that april realizes too late is that she was just as duped by the carls Mm -hmm. she like she didn't choose fear, quote unquote, but she did choose to, to just assume. double down mm-hmm. on yeah. a set of assumptions and refuse to be challenged on them by moderate voices in her life. Mm-hmm. And she saw that she was no different than the people that she had demonized and that perhaps she had demonized people who were actually more nuanced. I, so I think that is a perspective that Hank Green wants to present. But the problem is he has a variety of people on the left in this book. He has a lot of perspectives that April, mm-hmm. she interacts with a lot of these people. She, right. you know, talks to a lot of them. She gets a lot of, I think, even differing perspectives on that. Right. Mm-hmm. He consistently presents people on the right in one very specific, yeah. narrow way. There are good and, and bad guys on the left. There, there are, are no bad good guys, guys on the right. Yeah. There are at best misguided people, but even that is kind of pointed as like, and they're dumb. They're right. dumb. That's why they got they got mm-hmm. mis uh, they got misdirected. Is they're dumb. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely would say the characters that she surrounds herself with are more are all more left leaning. Yeah. Which makes sense because we tend to hang out with Absolutely. people that more closely align with us. Unless <laughs> you're a good person and you try to make friends with lots of people. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being my friend, Rick. <laughs> You're my token non-liberal friend. <laughs> Wait, is he your only one? How? <laughs> I was like, how could this be? <laughs> Look, diverse friendships are important, listeners. Yes. Mm-hmm. You should be friends with lots of people that disagree with you. Even yes. Rick. <laughs> Even Rick. <laughs> who is, Speaking who of which, is, we have a Discord. Come join it. <laughs> Link is in the description. Who <laughs> is definitely an asshole yes. but he's open about it so we love him um i'm trying i don't better. like you saying open and asshole in the same <laughs> sentence it's only about rick my asshole is very close thank you very much. <laughs> rick is also the straightest person you will ever meet fun fact my husband thought you were gay until he got married really yeah i mean a lot of people kind of my mom when I brought home Robin she literally said I'm so glad you brought home a girl oh <laughs> wow it's, yeah. it's because you're peppy you're just so damn peppy mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very happy not to make any all, generalizations it also like, didn't it didn't help that I didn't bring a ho- girl home until I was 23 so like, that does I understand work. where yeah. she was mm-hmm. coming there from there were other but, issues there <laughs> yes lots of them <laughs> feel free to remove this from the podcast if you so desire yeah, I'm, I'm open about my past <laughs> <laughs> it's your asshole <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he just is one. <laughs> nope. That's why it's so full of shit. Oh, no. uh, anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Um, Peter Petrowicki mm-hmm. is definitely treated as the classic villain. And I do agree that it would have significantly improved this book if there had been more perspectives that were just moderate mm-hmm. or like more right leaning. Yeah. However, I don't think that that would have been consistent with April May because again, I think her whole shtick was I surround myself with people that will suck up to me mm-hmm. and adore me sure. and make mm-hmm. me feel better about myself mm-hmm. because I'm addicted to fame. So she's not going to be nuanced with her friends. Right. I think I would buy into that more if like, let's say she starts off the book more by cutting out people that are people who are disagreeing with her. Like she starts, she's maybe she, yeah, maybe she has some friends that are more right leaning at the beginning of the book and cuts them out. And then and as they're it continues, like, Hey, maybe we should more. be afraid of this. And yeah, she's exactly. like, get the hell out of my life. Yeah. I mean, right. That would have been a, awesome. Actually. It's right. an entirely reasonable version yeah. of Peter Petrowicki's ar- yeah. argument. Like if aliens arrive, there is literally no reason to assume anything except that they are right. the worst. And, like, correct. Even, even when it comes to, uh, cause she talked about CNN versus mm-hmm. Fox news. I'm right. pretty sure. Um, <laughs> it was the closest I, to neutral ground. Like, I don't right. see that being a thing. I don't see, uh, I don't see any major news source. Uh, except unless you're like way, way on on the left, um, being super chill about aliens. Oh coming to no, her. yeah, no like, way. CNN being cool with that and just being like, hey, oh no, no, your- no, no, that's yeah. not what CNN was cool about. Right, CNN was cool about having a Matt Walsh on. So CNN right. was the neutral they ground the for a political reason, yeah. right. not for the alien reason that's at fair. all. That's I would fair. believe so, that like, more in 2016. For, and for Today, sure, no, for sure, that yeah. was the case in t- yeah. in 2016. Yeah, like it, it was incredible how polarized we were in 2016, and somehow we have managed to go even further yeah. beyond now. Let's let's not. <laughs> yeah, no, we can we can <laughs> leave it there. Bre- but you guys know what I'm talking about. I want to be sad and love. Each I want to be <laughs> angry. angry. <laughs> um, yeah, but my my point is that it feels like this very on the on the left you are open and accepting and you believe these things have come Mm -hmm. because they want to interact with humanity and you believe the best in other people you believe the star trek future you're a world citizen and on the right you're afraid and you want to attack everything with a gun and Mm -hmm. shoot it yeah and space is scary because we're uneducated (laughs) yeah and you're somehow you are somehow like afraid of everything that is other than you even though you can somehow put together a global coalition that will create a gigantic worldwide terror attack like right? um and that's the other thing for me is that the the literal bad guys not just in like the the personal drama where mm-hmm. she's upset because she gets embarrassed on this interview or any of that they literally try to kill her yeah. like it is the crazy right wingers who try to kill her right which yeah. is not to be fair does happen does, right there are does yeah, happen there absolutely. are scary terrorist groups out there and they are typically fundamentalist but when i say fundamentalist there is a circle when you become a fundamentalist and it doesn't matter if you're super far right or super far left yep horseshoe theory is a thing it's a it's a thing yeah it's a thing if you as somebody who has survived fundamentalism fundamentalism just inherently is going to go one direction Mm -hmm. no matter where you start from yeah yep um but yeah that's and that's the thing is it 
it's not inherently bad to have a a political group be the bad guy yeah. in your story. No, not at yeah. all. Um, but I I do stand with Rick that it was very irritating, even even as someone who would more identify with the good guy group <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this book. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, it- and I can certainly see I can certainly see both of your perspectives. I just I think I was more like you're more on April's side, I think. Well, or at least you're more no, you well, are, I you are, I more felt the change that you did not. Yeah, so that's like, sort of what I mean. Yeah. For yeah, me, yeah. I more f- felt that April was like, yeah, I was just as bad mm-hmm. and like just pretending like things are one way and not having any nuance. Mm-hmm. is still fundamentalism and is still shitty and bad. Yeah. So like it's it's not that I think that it was well handled, it's that I think that it was consistent with April May's perspective yeah. and I perceived change in April May so it did not bother me as much. Right. Does yeah. that make yeah. more sense? I am totally on board with she should have like had more moderate reasonable friends. In fact, I think sh- her parents mm-hmm. should have been mm-hmm. the been moderate reasonable people right. or yeah. her brother. Yeah. And she like refuses to go to the wedding. Yeah. yeah. Because wait, she went to the def- wedding. No, no, but no, that's like, what should have happened. Oh, theory, yeah. She, yeah. Like yeah, cuts I them out of saying. out of her life cuz they're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they say that like, would have been awesome. Have yeah. you considered Maybe. Peter Petrovich's point and, and then she's just immediately like no. No. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I would have liked that. Yeah, for for me the the issue is that if I'm looking at this solely from how well did Hank Green do portraying the world from April May's eyes, mm. pretty well. He did yeah. good, mm-hmm. very well, in fact. Yeah. Uh, but I think the thing but that bothers me like and probably still bothers Rick is mm-hmm. that this feels like not just this fictional character's worldview, but also the author's worldview, yeah. which is really interesting to me as somebody who like follows hank green because mm-hmm. it is just not how hank green interacts mm-hmm. with the world i disagree as someone who follows hank green interesting <laughs> yeah i've had him on my my twitter notifications for a while well, i love hank interesting green. i was really excited to read this because i i love his videos and i think he's a super cool guy yeah. uh i lost some respect for hank him as green an author. or john hank okay yeah i lost I some like respect <laughs> for him as an author mainly because mainly because of the tense changes <laughs> please stop uh <laughs> but also, this was this was very much not what I expected, having really liked yeah. and enjoyed mm. a lot of his content. But again, he was trying to tell a story, and it is also always, I do want to say it's always dangerous to ascribe like, oh, this character in this book right. said X, Y, Z. So, and so it obviously is your, your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has um, X, Y, Z perspective. Yeah, exactly. So I, yeah, I'm, I, don't, I'm gonna, I don't believe that about Right, yeah. I, I am certain that if you put me and Hank Green in a room together, we could have an interesting conversation. Sure. I, I think you'd really way. like each other. Yeah. <laughs> or we'd or we'd kill each other, one or the other. You wouldn't. You <laughs> well, wouldn't. I think that about almost everyone, but neither of you have ever tried to kill me as far because as I know. So <laughs> you're not capable of killing anyone, and neither is Hank Green. So you I wouldn't. I don't know about uh, that, but <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, I do think that is a good point. If you guys yep. don't have anything else you want to discuss, yeah, to I'm jump into our final. Ready thoughts. to get into final thoughts. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Michael, you chose this one, so you go last. Uh, yes. Lana, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. Uh, my least favorite thing about this book is very obvious. It's April May. Um, she, uh, as a shock. perspective, yeah, as a perspective, she is absolutely grating to me. Um, and that is not just due to the fact that she is a character that is written as a 23-year-old art student, although that does not help her case. <laughs> um, it is specifically the extreme lack of emotional maturity 
coupled with an awareness of that lack and a refusal to do anything about it. But it's um, so 23. It's Oh, yeah, 100%. It is. But in much the same way that you guys do not necessarily want to be in Harry Dresden's head for that long. I was yeah. going to make that point. I do not want to be in April May's head this long. And I actually made the point to Alana the other night where I was like, April May's hypersexualization of other people does not bother me as much as Dresden's does mm -hmm. in part because I haven't had to be in her head for five books. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So like, it's like, yeah, it's there, but I'm also wrapped up in the whole story the mm -hmm. first time I'm reading a book. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so like some of that just goes over my head, mm -hmm. same as it did with Harry Dresden on the first book until sure. I like thought about it. And then I was like, hmm. but after five books, I've been in his head a lot. Yeah, yeah. that is entirely fair. Yeah. So I would not well, four books. want to, I think I've read five. I don't think you've read Death Max Dress. Have you read two books with Michael in it? Yeah. Did you read Death Max? The, you got the one with the Denari Denarians in it? Maybe not. It's anyway. the next one we're doing anyway. Either way. So many books. <laughs> but Sweet. yeah, no, I, I know what you I know what you mean. Um I I just she is a type of person that the immaturity really specifically to me is uncomfortable and I I don't like someone it's hard for me to be in the head of someone that i feel like would treat me the way that she treats peter petrowicki mm. um and, yeah. and that is that is also which is the same thing we've said about harry dresden right yeah. where mm -hmm. we're like it would be awkward for us to be in the room with harry dresden right i <laughs> i think that would feel uncomfortable i think in it all would of our be cases awkward for me to be in a room with freaking april may because <laughs> yeah, that's she's fair. so not bad april may cute, would be all, all about you <laughs> I, I could be i i'm not i'm not cute like you're not her type of cute it'd be fine but like <laughs> i don't know that april not, may's cute seems to be a lot like harry dresden's I'm type of cute not, in that it's that was very sarcastic. wide right. it's a, she casts exactly. a wide net <laughs> you've got a pulse and you are breathing yes you exactly. are just my type <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway carry on yeah uh my favorite part about this book um there's two things I, I want to bring up. Uh, I'll, I'll touch on one and get into the other. Mm -hmm. uh, I The thing I think that is the best done in this book is the fact that this is a story about a rise to fame. Mm -hmm. um, I am not someone who wants that in a book. I don't want it to be about real life stuff. I want it to be about the aliens that you're into. But I will say, despite that, this book did a very good job yeah. of that. And mm -hmm. and so it did hold my attention in, a, in an interesting way. But my actual favorite thing about it is just the dream. The dream is so dream cool is so as an idea. Cool. Yeah. I need someone out there to take that idea and just write a whole book about Create it. Create a Man. virus <laughs> and yes. infect the world population. 100%. I will volunteer for that virus. <laughs> I, I love the fact that in the dream... Even though it takes collaboration, you're never in the dream with somebody else. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Did you think about that? Yeah. Because you're always alone in the dream. Yeah. That so you have to collaborate while awake. Mm -hmm. Go dream. Remember mm. what you collaborated on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Solve the puzzle. Man. Imagine it's if, so cool. Imagine it's if you really just cool. got random partners in that though, and she was forced to do it with someone that was on the what is it, the Guardians or whatever, oh, on the Defender side. Yeah, on the yeah. Defender side. That and they that didn't realize cool. who they were. Like if she just was forced to do it with Peter Petrowicki for the entire that time, would and be they had no idea. Amazing. Yeah, that'd be so good. Like but, yeah, yeah. Write that book, someone. Somebody I'm busy please, writing mine. But. I'm not going to <laughs> write the dream book. Anyway, those are my two favorite things. Um, I uh, overall. I had a lot of issues with this book, but I don't think that it is a bad book. My my biggest problem with it in terms of it being a, a less than perfect book is the way that it ends and how it does not feel like a complete story mm. to me. Um, and so that's the biggest hit against it. Uh, overall, I am going to give this three out of five 
um, weird Hillary Clinton fantasies out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just because like it, while I have a lot of issues with the politics of it, I don't think that those are so damning that it deserves a mm-hmm. low rating. I yeah, think that sure. it is it is a good book. It's a good solidly idea. It's cool. Mid. Yeah, that. solidly mid. Yeah, solidly that's a very <laughs> nice way to put it. <laughs> Alana. Um, yeah, so am I doing favorite or least favorite first? Whichever one you like. That's I'll dealer's go least choice. favorite. So least favorite, I, I mentioned this briefly earlier. The prose is exhausting. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it is. Because, I'm worried about you reading Hellbound. Okay, here's the thing. No, Hellbound is fun. Like, if Lyle is a fun character to be <laughs> yes. in the head of. Yes. He's enjoyable. I would rather be in the head of a literal fucking demon <laughs> yes. than April May. Absolutely. Uh, and I say this again. I have been... I have... I have been 24 for six months. So <laughs> as the youngest resident member of our cast, as a person who is closest to April May's age, who almost became that art school student, mm-hmm. yeah. um, spent a lot of time around these people also aligns politically in many ways with April May. Mm-hmm. She is. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So irritating. And the prose is, it's, really evocative it it really tells you who she is yeah and it feels like you're just reading really long captions of instagram posts yeah and it twitches tense all the time <laughs> and it has random i'm pretty sure that there are random like actual abbreviations lols and such like that i could be wrong no I don't tweets. remember. That is, I was listening to it at two times. That is very much the vibe. Is like I'm reading. Have you ever seen like the uh, the translation of the Bible for Gen Zers? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. It feels like that. It gives oh, me yeah. a headache. Oh, that's hilarious. Even, it's not like, that bad. <laughs> it makes me feel like this old grumpy man. I am 24. You kind Let of are reiterate. an old grumpy man, though. Uh, <laughs> I decide you've played a number of old grumpy men in your games. I I I guess so. I guess that's <laughs> that's what I discovered reading this. Is that I am an old grumpy man. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. As someone who knows a lot of old grumpy men and people who to me mm. feel like old grumpy mm-hmm. men, that is not how I would describe <laughs> them. Really. Uh, I've had a lot of different descriptions from different people in my life. I guess it I just see goes to show my multifaceted nature. Yeah. yeah. Um, unlike April May. <laughs> unlike April May. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just, just the general prose was just, I mean, Matthew always hears a lot about whatever I'm reading. Sometimes it's good things. Sometimes it's bad things. This one was very much, I hate this fucking book. It's mm-hmm. badly written because of the freaking <laughs> prose. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm pissed. We've mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> so I want to yell about it for a little while longer. Um, favorite thing. I mean, as much as I absolutely hate it, uh, the prose did drag me along through the book on an endless dopamine fueled doom scroll yeah so i get that props <laughs> so i mean the pacing was quite good and were i ever in a state where i just needed a break from the world and to get sucked into someone else's life for a while this mm-hmm. did a pretty good job mm-hmm. um so so props for that for writing a really shitty book that's also somehow really good at what it does uh 
It's like a candy bar type situation. Uh, it's bad for Thanks, you. Thanks, I hate you, it. You know it's bad for you. It tastes so damn good. Uh, so yeah, that's that's probably my favorite thing. Is honestly that I read this book in like three days. It flows and easily. I, yeah. I often read quickly, but it it takes a little something something for yeah. a book to do that to me. Yeah, and this one got it. Um, so as far as my rating, this is a really this is a really hard one honestly i can understand the mixed feelings because every time i've mentioned this book i've said this is a shitty book (laughs) um but it's not a shitty book but it's not you just don't like it it's not maybe it's not a shitty book and i think i think i'm going off of rick and rick's whole thing about i'm not going to say it's shitty because i don't agree with the politics because that's a bad reason to say it's shitty and i'm going off of well i do agree with the politics and i think it's (laughs) shitty so obviously it's shitty (laughs) i mean there are Um, absolutely shitty things about it. right sure but i think this is a two for me i think it's i think it's a two out of five obscure isotopes nice (laughs) um i like that rating (laughs) yeah that's, All right. That's where yeah. we're at. Michael, this was your book. It was my book. Tell us what you thought. Um, final thoughts. So least favorite thing is super fucking petty, but it has <laughs> been my least favorite thing both times I have read it, and it is the 767 sequence. And the reason oh. that it is my least favorite thing is she starts referring to it as the 767 sequence without ever revealing that the plane is a 767 Boeing. (laughs) I've read it twice. I've gone back multiple times. I went back looking for it. I was just distressed. (laughs) The whole time. It It is my least favorite thing about this book. Hank Green, do better. Oh my goodness. Additionally, there is one spelling of the word vomit that is just V-O-M. Oh yeah, vom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not okay with that. <laughs> That's not acceptable. Not Does it make acceptable. you want to vom? No, unacceptable. <laughs> so that has consistently been my least favorite thing. Like there are other things about this book. Like Alana pointed out that the prose switches between past tense and present tense. That does not actually bother me, and I've already told Alana that I do that in Hellbound some, so she's going to hate that. I would rather be in the head of a demon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, there there are jarring things about the pros, like, having the, the frames of the tweets and, like, some of the different, like, um the different tense switches the way that some of the chapters are really long and just separated by dates so Mm -hmm. there are some issues with with that kind of thing none of it bothered me as much as the 767 sequence Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i told you it was petty but it is my least favorite thing i fully support petty (laughs) no i'm i'm on team petty (laughs) um my favorite thing is harder because like like i said i've read this book twice the first time the pacing pulled me through very quickly and I read it similar to you in two or three days. Yeah. Um, this next time, because I knew we were doing it for the podcast, I was more critical in general, just of the story structure. And I found that I was a little bit frustrated with some of the like ways that the plot pulled forward. So some of them seemed improbable. Some mm-hmm. of them didn't have resolutions. So like, for instance, there's no real resolution to the hand disappearing into the magic castle. Oh yeah, never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it just 
it happened, feels like there's and a it reason was funny. for it. Yeah. And like, I like that it was funny, but then it wasn't resolved. Mm-hmm. And like, then his hand just shows up in yeah. her apartment and saves her from a bullet. Right. Like, so those kind of pieces stood out to me more this time as a little bit amateurish because this is a first book in a way that they did not the first time I read through it. So mm. that being said, I still think that my favorite thing is probably like the frame of this book. So how much it feels in its particular time and place. And even if it won't age well, like I like that it stands for a particular time and place and perspective in a way that some books like are timeless. Mm -hmm. I like that this one is in time. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though like my kids are going to read it and be like, this is super lame. I won't. Grandma, like, this is like reading. I would, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't either. But also if they pick up absolutely remarkable thing right. at the library, I'm going to be like, have fun with that. <laughs> Grandma, this is like reading a thing that happened in the Civil War days. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck <Were> you. you. <laughs> <laughs> in your it? very open asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Were you afraid the first time a train came to your town, Grandma? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Let's just hope we don't have another Civil War by the time. Oh, that God. would be a great... <laughs> Oh man. Um so yeah, I think my favorite thing is is like the way that it's structured and the pacing and like how it all just settles into a particular time and place in a very real way. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that some of these characters are just like Peter Petrowicki is just kind of the classic he's just bad, everybody hates him kind of thing. Um April May feels really real. She feels like a real person. Even yeah. when she like is monologuing about fame or this is just how things are and it sounds more like a textbook, yeah. it still feels like April, May. Yeah. 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 So the voice is really well done. Yeah. Um, we did not mention Jennifer Putnam's betrayal. So before I get to my, <laughs> re- my, my stars, as it were, mm-hmm. what did you guys think about that? I, of her also representing, representing Peter? Peter? I thought that that was the most logical thing for her to do. And so I did not mind that she did it. I thought it was like very Jennifer Putnam. Mm -hmm. My issue with Jennifer Putnam is I don't have an issue with her. And the book very clearly Mm -hmm. wants me to. Yeah. But because she is always very upfront and at least appears to be very upfront about I'm doing a job. This is my job. And this is the best thing for my job. You should be aware of that. Most of the time you are and you just get mad at me after the fact and yet continue to roll in the w- absolutely fabulous wealth I have given to you. Right. right. Yeah. And yeah, April April constantly talks about how, oh, I should have realized what a terrible person she was, etc. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, she opens with agents she, are terrible people. Yeah, <laughs> she is a bad person. She is incredibly judgmental of Jennifer Putnam while actively benefiting Benefiting, immensely from her which i think very much is in april may's yes character (laughs) Mm -hmm. the one reason i hate her (laughs) again well-written character there's a demon for her (laughs) yeah he's very happy (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) his he has got the easiest temptation job imaginable he's very bored (laughs) you want to see me get this person laid check this out Mm -hmm. they just have to walk in the room and be breathing Mm -hmm. it's so easy (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, for my rating, I am I still liked this book. So I'm going to give it four really adorable 
capital anti-capitalist cats <laughs> out of five <laughs> I hate the idea of that. oh my gosh I, so i was listening to this on on uh two times speed right and i did not quite catch the the mm. specific like intonation of the pun and so i thought it was just proletarian cats like just proletariats <laughs> oh my god i would hate that comic so much <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so good. four out of five Anti-capitalist cats. Anti-capitalist cats. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Is this the first time we've had such varied ratings? Probably. Maybe. Yeah, we're generally pretty pretty close together. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, you know, between when uh, this podcast is getting made and when uh, I'm releasing it, because there's going to be a, probably a couple months in between there. But at some point, we released a Discord or started a Discord or something like that. I don't know. But the description, the, the link for it is in the description. And if you are interested in joining us to talk about uh, the next book, which will be... Um, which will be Death Mask, the, the next book in the Dresden Files series. Um, if you want to come join us and talk about that as well, if you want to tell me how horrible I am for, for enjoying such a sexist character, you feel free to. Come jump in and, and have fun. Um, but uh, yeah, so we will. Um, I think we'll try to be better about announcing which thing we are if we're having you know people in the Discord. But mm-hmm. if, we're, if we don't, like you can still jump in there and we'll be talking about it. So like sure. that was another reason uh, to, to join. Um, if you want more of our podcast, you can find us at our website, opinionatedpodcast.com. You can come and yell at us on our Twitter at OpinionCast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Opinionated Podcast or uh, leave us a rating on Spotify. Um, those are some of the best ways that you can kind of spread us and help us to grow as a podcast um, and so that we can one day become as rich as April May. Uh, <coughs> um, no, you can also you. send us an email at opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for a movie or a book you want us to read. I don't know that we will take it, but you can do it. We will read it. We will read your suggestion. We <laughs> might will be opinionated about it. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, but yeah, those are the best ways to reach out to us. Uh, if you get a chance, leave us a rating. I think I said that already. So I'm just going to say that we're done here. So uh, until next time, we're opinionated. opinionated. Thanks for listening.